Welcome to another epic episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we will learn how to become profitable as filmmakers. And guys, it will mean the world to me if you leave a five-star review and subscribe to this channel for more awesome content. Let's get into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another live and Today's live is going to be pretty epic because it's very close to my heart. It's something that I believe in and I'm going to be sharing how I attack it, how I look at it. Topic is this, ditch work-life balance and live hard. Ditching work-life balance and living hard. I didn't say work hard or go hard. I said live hard. What does that mean? That means you want to work hard and then you want to live it up and just go all in, in whatever it is that you do. So what transpired this? I've been dealing with this for the longest time, right? Like I'm just always feeling guilty. I'm, I'm uh, ditching my friends. I'm not, you know, going and being in Chicago for three months during the summer. Like I'm, I'm missing out on events and just like stuff like that happened throughout my life ever since I've been an adult like it just happened throughout my life and I always felt guilty and carried this burden with me and finally I talked to my wife and I just told her I was like listen here's the thing I'm like I fought with this my whole life and I don't know which direction to go I want to commit I want to go all in I want to make a difference in this world like I just want to make a genuine difference you know and I said, if I need to do that, I can't have that burden, like, you know, just weighing me down. I need to go all in. And she's like, you know, go all in. Like, you know, you, you're a quality person. Like when you're with me, you're 100% with me. When you're with your parents, you're 100% with them. And then when you work, you just go all in. So what's stopping you? Like, let go of that burden and just commit. So this just gave me an idea and I'm like I want to share my two cents on like what this thing is and like why do we you know long for this concept work-life balance so let's start with like what does it mean I don't want to give you a sugar-coated definition of like what work-life balance is I'm just gonna tell you what it really is so what does it mean it means work isn't everything that's the notion that's attached to it right like anytime we hear Hey man, like work-life balance, right? Like, you know, work isn't everything, take it easy. Like, you know, live a little, right? Obsession is unhealthy. That's just what's told in our society that if you're obsessive, you need to go see someone, right? And have a life. That's another thing that everybody says. Like, dude, you work, 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 work. Like, have a life, all right? And then go with the flow. Just be chill, right? And ultimately, what does that mean? Just be normal. Be like everybody else. So that's what society is like really promoting all right now let's talk about who actually promotes this what are what are the characteristics of like those people that are promoting this so this agenda is being promoted by average people and let's face it majority of the world is filled with average people okay i mean you can look at it as a good thing or a bad thing i look at it as like we are meant to do much more than just being average okay so it's promoted by quitters people who have given up and who just can't do it, then they are envious. So they don't want you to go do things that they couldn't have done. So they pull your legs and they don't want you to do it. So, it, you know, that's this this agenda is coming from them. It's also being promoted by family and friends. And now I'm not taking a shot at family and friends, but the thing is that 
they don't want to lose you. They love you. They want more of your time. They don't want you to miss out on things. So it comes from love, but sometimes it's not necessarily a great thing. It's actually holding you back. So you have to be aware of it. People without purpose, okay? People who don't know what they're doing with their life, when they see somebody who's just on a mission, they just go, what is it that you're doing? And why are you doing that? Just, just don't do that. Like it makes no sense. So to them genuinely it doesn't make sense when somebody's just got that goal, got that mission and is just going. Other people are just kind of like, hey, this makes no sense. Like just stop doing whatever it is that you're doing because it doesn't register with them, okay? And then finally, people who resent change. Now, nobody really loves to, you know, constant change, right? But just remember that if you're not changing, you're living in the past. So the key to success is to like accept and, you know, change and grow. This is how we grow. So since there are so many ugly things attached to work-life balance, then why do we still do it? Here are the reasons why we still do it, right? We like to fit in. Everybody just likes to lay low and you know, just not attract any attention. We're taught to be invisible, right? Whether by our parents, school system, whatever, right? We're just taught to kind of, hey man, just lay low, like just take it easy, right? We're trained to keep our head down, especially when we're uh, adults, we're working, right? Like in, in a corporate environment, we're... I mean, come on, if you're just like really going in and like you're, you're this guy with tons of energy and passion, you know, your manager is going to pull you in, have a conversation with you routinely and just, t you know, tell you to like bring down a couple of notches, man, slow down, like you're making everybody else uncomfortable. So what happens with years and years of that brainwashing, right? Work-life balance. Socially, you know, being socially accepted. We just, we don't want to be the awkward and awkward one out. We don't want to be at a party and like, just, you know, be like that person that people are just like, okay, he's just doing his own thing. We just want to like kind of blend in and be like everybody else. And ultimately it gives us the license to be lazy, right? Sounds amazing. Instead of this live, I could be sitting right here, binge watching something on Netflix, you know, and no end in sight. Amazing, there's so much content out there, I can literally take a year off and just have a ball, you know, but what am I gonna accomplish at the end of the day? So, let's see what these people think about work-life balance. Steve Jobs, right? Changed the entire freaking world. Like, if there was no iPhone, we wouldn't have apps, and if we didn't have apps, we wouldn't have Instagram, and you and I wouldn't be connecting right now, okay? So a lot of people say he was an asshole, blah, 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 but he created jobs for billions of people, all right? Like the technologies that came out, the opportunities that opened up, it's game over, all right? So, uh, you know, think about that. Oprah Winfrey, one of the most successful human beings, philanthropist, and the changes that she's making in this world. She's on a mission. Bill Gates, you know, providing clean water, you know, to the rest of the world that can't have access to it or like doing other things that he's not obligated to do, but he chooses to do. Dwayne Johnson, I mean, this dude's work ethic is like just second to none. Like literally, if you want to be motivated and just keep going or if you're feeling lazy, listen to anything from him or just like read his story and it's just mind boggling, right? Elon Musk with, you know, besides his freaking six marriages or whatever, you know, he has a family, he is a father, and he is trying to save this planet, like doing all he can, right? So, I mean, these are the people that don't, that believe in like living hard, 
not just like working hard, but like living hard, doing everything. Time is scarce. So now this is what I want to tell you, okay? This is like something that a lot of people are getting it wrong in this day and age. And that is that time is important and it is scarce, okay? What do I mean by that? Success follows trajectory, all right? That is important for you to understand. My biggest regret in life is that I wasn't doing what I'm doing today 10 years ago. So when I see Brady Bassett's of the world, when I see Jake's of the world, when I see Luke's of the world, when I see, you know, Pratik and these young people just hitting it hard, like it's their last day on planet Earth, I'm just like, whoa, this is amazing. That's inspiring. Like that is, that's crazy. Like, so time is scarce and success follows trajectory, okay? You don't have enough time. So stop listening to that advice that if you're 20, don't worry about it. Just, you know, keep messing around. Keep doing your thing. You could be 45 and you still have half of your life left because I'm telling you right now, like I said, success follows trajectory. You need tons of pedigrees. You need a decade of experience and, and expertise in a certain thing to be at a place where people want to listen to you, where you can actually make a real change, a real difference, okay? So it doesn't happen overnight. You can't be just 35 and all of a sudden you know, you're just a freaking wonder boy. Like everything coming out of your mouth is like changing lives. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to work at it and build it just like any skill in life, okay? So that's one thing that I wanna say. Now at the same time, if you are 50 and you wanna change your careers and you know exactly what you want, then I'm gonna say this, what I just said doesn't apply to you because yes, you do have half of your life left. You should go all in and achieve that thing that you wanna do you know, like part two um, of like, you know, your career or whatever it is, then that's totally different. But this advice is mostly for people that are in their 20s, their late teens, you know, early 30s. I'm telling you, you can't. You can't afford to waste time. You got to start now. It will take decades to build a life of purpose and you have to start now. All right. And all the people that I just mentioned, successful people start early. Okay. Bill Gates, like all the examples that I gave, like those people started early, like Zuckerberg. I mean, you know, think about it. Musicians, artists, like most of the people started early. There are some exceptions, right? But in general, that's how it is. Having a mission in life shouldn't be a choice, but an obligation because we should all make a difference. We should all live a life of purpose uh, where we want to do a little bit more than just like providing for our one family. Okay, so now that we got all that out of the way, how do we go about it? How do we do it? So I have a plan of action for you guys, okay? Stop letting anyone dictate your life. Just stop it. Stop listening to your aunt and your uncle and your dad and your mom and like let all these voices in or like, you know, your so-called mentor, whatever. Just stop it. Like you have to run with your gut, okay? Ignore your negative inner voice. I live with that voice my whole life. It still comes in, but now I'm, stronger than it, but I wasn't stronger before. So this inner voice, right? Like this thing that tells you, hey, listen, man, you're just not natural at it. Give it up. Like this is not for you. Or why are you even doing this? Like, you know, what's the payoff? What's the end result? Like, is it worth doing that instead of like partying with your friends or doing this or that? Like that voice, just ignore it. Just don't listen to it, okay? Never get comfortable, I'm telling you. Like the more comfortable you are, the more uncomfortable you're gonna be tomorrow, okay? So welcome change, accept change. 
Um, and then audit your time. This is an important one. I'm talking about a daily routine. You wake up in the morning, what's on your calendar? What are you doing? Audit your time. Don't just go, all right, like another morning, like let me see what I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. No, the night, you know, before you go to sleep, figure out what's happening tomorrow. Come up with like, you know, just really concise agenda. Wake up the next morning, go in and attack it hard, all right? And then finally, I'm going to say, show up and dominate, all right? Like there's many days when I wake up and it just feels like it's not my day today, but I try to act like it is. So I need you to do the same exact thing. And uh, guys, this was awesome. This was short and simple. I'm going to see if there's any questions. Somebody said, I need to see Banana Rocket. I got you. So like we can attack this question, right? Separating time for your relationship and work. So going back to that, right? Like priorities. So what's important? Like if you're up in the morning and Monday through Friday, it's okay for you to work from 7 a.m. to 6 or 7 p.m. You, it doesn't matter. You, you got kids, like whatever, okay? Like everybody else does too. So you need to just set some boundaries. Like this is what I'm going to do. For the 10, 12 hours, I'm just gonna push and go hard and then after that, I'm going to chill out like Thursdays are date nights. Basically, the entire day is just my my wife and I. We hang out. OK, on Thursdays this week, I took on work on Thursday. So I'm working Wednesday, Thursday. And what I decided to do instead, instead of canceling my time with her, is that I said, I'm going to shift my schedule. I'm going to go to sleep early on Wednesday, wake up at 4 a.m., work from 6 a.m. to, you know, two. 2.30 p.m. And that's around the time when we start our day to like hang out together. So I figured that out where I'm just going to fit it in. So like, like I said, I'm living hard. I'm doing both. I'm not just doing one thing. I'm not just going, well, now that I'm going to be working on Thursday, sorry, baby, like I can't just be with you and like spend time with you. I got to do that. No, no I'm going to do both and I'm going to do it right. And it's not like I'm sacrificing on my sleep and I'm like, you know, I'm going to be stressed out. I'm going to go to sleep early on Wednesday because I just planned ahead and I figured it all out. So that's that's my whole point, right? Like you need to figure that game out and then commit to it. Good question. Can you please brief us about how we divide our time to get all tasks done? And that starts with what I mentioned. I mean, there's tons of podcasts that I, I put out on that subject, so you should listen to those. Link is in my bio. But more importantly, as mentioned, like before you're going to bed, right? Like, I mean, you're gonna wake up tomorrow, you're gonna go hard. Like before you go to bed, like figure it out. Uh, there's five main things that I got to do, whatever it is, right? Like I'm going to, so for me, like I got to go live. I got to listen to uh, this book and then I got to edit my Facebook ads. I got a meeting with my team and then I'm going to hang out with my wife. I'm going to, I'm going to watch Lost. So there's five things on my list. Now I got this, like these five tasks. Now I just got to go. Meeting is already scheduled. Hanging out with the wife is already scheduled. Other three things I can shovel, you know, move them around, do whatever. And then live is, you know, obviously is also scheduled too. So like now I can move around and attack those three things. But now I know before I even go to sleep that there's these five things that need to be accomplished tomorrow. So when I wake up on Wednesday, I know that this is happening. Like no excuses. I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And most of the people can accomplish a lot if they break up their tasks into these little chunks. And that's something that, you know, we don't normally do. Like we, you know, you, you think about, I want to start a YouTube channel. That's a really big task. It's just never going to happen. 
I'm going to ask you 10 years from now, like, hey, what happened to the YouTube channel? Oh, I'm, ah, yeah, man, just never got the time. But like, if you just sit down and go, okay, uh, I want to start a YouTube channel. What do I need? You go, I need a camera. I can use my phone. That's fine. I need a software. I mean, I can do it in iMovie, like, you know, free software. Like, okay, so that's that. And, uh, you know, I need to make a video about how to cook this, like whatever it is. Now you got like a plan. You got like the things that are going to make that happen. And then you go, it's going to take me four hours to do it. So then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to work on it. You spend four hours. Now you got a product. You got a thing like it's tangible. You can touch it, feel it. And that's what I'm talking about. Like you need to focus and look at things from that perspective and break it down into small chunks. It's really hard to attack like a one huge task. It's really easy to do a lot when you break it down. Nick is laughing at me for watching Lost. Bro, best show ever made. I don't care what you guys say. Lost is epic. And when you watch it again, it's just that much better. Best thing ever made. How do I convince my partners or my parents to support me in a different endeavor? So that is a difficult one because I went through it, right? So like went to school for IT and business about a quarter away. Like, you know, I'm about to graduate uh, and that's when I decide to go to the film school. And I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to go to the film school and I'm going to just change. I'm just going to change my career. I was still young um, and that's what happened. And it was a tough talk with my parents like that was the hardest thing but I just sat them down told them and assured them that hey I promise you I'm gonna make you proud I, I promise you like nobody's done this in the family it hasn't been done it's even a it puts a lot of pressure on my shoulders to even tell you that I'm gonna be successful in something that hasn't been tried and tested you know in the family throughout generations but I'm gonna do it so once I took that responsibility and my parents were open enough to say, all right, but make us proud. Like, you know, that's the thing. Once I took on that, you know, responsibility, then it was just like a, a different ball game, right? Then I'm not doing it for just like for the cloud or just tell people that, you know, I go to film school. That's cool. You guys go for accounting. You do, you know, IT shit. Like I do this. This is really cool. Like then it wasn't that. Then it was like, you know, I'm doing this with purpose. So there was a biggest, bigger purpose like from day one. So you have to assure your parents about that. You have to sell them on letting you do this. And it's not impossible. You just have to work at it. Like, are you ready for it? Like, are you are you going to go all in? Or are you just like pumped because you're listening to this and you got a sugar rush motivation, right? Like, you're just like, yes, like I'm pumped. Like, I listened to Kazi. I'm doing it. And then three days later, you, it, like, you know, you don't even remember what this conversation was about. So like you have to like are you living it? Is it is it your is it your lifestyle? Like you really have to drench yourself in it to like make the other person, you know, believe it and then it's not that hard. If they see it in you, they're sold. I'm only going to take a few more questions then we're going to wrap it up. How to handle work pressure and family problems? Th that's just life, right? That's just life. You you got to learn to compartmentalize like, you know, when you're working, you're working. When you're with your family, you're with your family. And that's sort of like the agenda that I've been like kind of hitting you guys with, right? Like really learn to separate the two and then like go 100%, um, you know, on both. So I feel like in a situation like this where you can't afford to lose a job, right? Like, you know, you got to work, you got to pay the bills. If that's the case, then you got to you know, have a conversation with your partner, with your family, and just try to explain to them that, hey, listen, I'm going to try to get out of it and, you know, have a different solution. But right now, 
we just have to do this. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have to do this for us. That's what needs to happen. So these are the conversations that are not easy. These are grown-up talks, but it's something that you just need to do. And usually it's easier and it's always, always, always beneficial to have it than just to avoid this conversation because nobody likes to have this talk. So it's just, it, it's always beneficial to get it out of the way. Last question, then I'm out. How to be consistent and stay motivated? Uh, it's simple. Motivation is an inside job, all right? So that's something that a lot of people don't understand. They just think that I'm gonna listen to something, I'm gonna get all jazzed up, and then I'm gonna go kill it. That works sometimes, but ultimately, it's an inside job. Like it, You have to learn to motivate yourself when nobody else is gonna do it for you. You have to learn to pick yourself up when nobody else is gonna be there to give you a hand. And that's the sort of like, and that doesn't happen overnight. This, this goes back to what I said earlier, right? Like that you have to start now. You have to build discipline now. You have to build the work ethic now. You have to build all these things now. So five years from now, you will answer the same question that you just asked me. Like you'll know the answer to that. And guys, on that note, this was fun. This was epic. Hopefully you guys took away something. Much love and I'll see you guys next time. And guys, thank you so much for sticking around till the end. Please leave a five-star review and make sure you're following this channel. I will see you in the next episode.